Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tapped that keg. I'm just here. For the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. And we welcome you to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer Limited, just here for the beer.com. And Rick, there's laughter in the air again. There's the, the sounds of silence are no longer on patios. We're broadcasting from Park Drive on Commercial at 2nd and... Uh, you know, as we record this show and as the show airs, we're just a few days away from the second rest- restriction lifting, and it's kind of nice to see the laughter and and, the, and of course the good weather doesn't doesn't hurt this either. You know, we're going to be talking to some of our some of our longtime friends of the show, and and we'll be able you'll be able to hear it in their voices how happy everybody is to be able to socialize and to be close to people without having to worry about masks and. You know, most everybody's got their first shot, you know, their first shot and, you know, looking forward to the second one coming up pretty quick here with the way the government's moving and everything. So, you know what, I, I'm thinking if, if everybody does what they're supposed to be doing, uh, this this summer might might look pretty good. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. And, and as we speak, I, I actually just got contacted yesterday by the pharmacy where I got my first uh, shot to let me know that I'm eligible for my second shot, and I've got it lined up for the next couple of days, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and this is what, what we, we see, because in the industry, the hospitality industry got, got hoofed hard. There's, there's no question about it. But fortunately, people were very supportive of, of local, and, you know, I, I kind of made my point of any time I would do something to go, I would go to them and pick it up as opposed to, you know, using a third party. Because the, some of the, uh, the percentages were, were, were way off, and, and, and we know how much this business you know, relies on, on the support, but we've seen it in the industry. And I actually had somebody, I'm not going to re- release names, but I actually had somebody tell me the other day, uh, because when the last restrictions, the, the ban on indoor dining happened, I said, you know, how, how bad was it? He goes, you know what, Joe? He goes, we did pretty good. <laughs> we did pretty good. Because, you know, more and more people went takeout. And and he does have a bit of a patio space, and he said he was able to find a way to take that patio space from this number of dimensions to around the corner, and more and more people were taking advantage. So yeah, we're one, we're not that far away. I think as businesses and entrepreneurs, everybody's had to pivot a little bit and and to get creative. And the patio space, I think, has been a very big um, help in that, and not not just for our pubs and, and restaurants, but. For everybody in general, right? I mean, now that we're hitting summertime and, you know, as we sit here and tape this, the sun's shining and hopefully that weather's getting better and warmer. I think the patio space is just going to be different. You mentioned some of our friends of the show are joining us on this episode. We'll talk to Tristan from Hoyne Brewing in Victoria. And and I think we've said this before, but per capita, uh, Victoria has just some of the most acclaimed breweries uh, than, than you will find anywhere else in Canada. Hoyne Driftwood, like you name, you name the breweries, but uh, it so, so turns out that they were they were uh, parking lot mates, and then Hoyne took over Driftwood when Driftwood moved away. And I think again, that is you know everybody's expanding, the room to expand in those locations are, are much different and harder to find. So when you do, it might not necessarily be in the spot that you want, but it gives you the room that you want for the future. We have our uh, longtime friend of the show, Mr. Uh, Mike Sharpham, who is the beer educator, the self-proclaimed beer educator of Granville Island Brewing, and uh, we'll we'll talk to him because Granville Island, uh, surprisingly, always made good beers. The the small batch series was always a winner, but they've taken that and they now have them in tall cans, and it's uh, I've seen some of the packaging. It looks it looks pretty. It's going to be very interesting talking to Mike and um, and his colleagues about what's going on down there. We will also be joined by Jimmy Darbyshire, who, uh, big man, big, big, big man, big, big, I think the biggest guest that we, uh, the biggest sponsor we have on the show, and I, I say that respectfully, because he's a, he's a, he's a built big guy. 
Well, maybe not height-wise because we've, we've got our friends over at Training Post that kind of have that one. But uh, in terms of width, there's very few people that, that uh, I got to look up to, and Jimmy is definitely, definitely one of them. Uh, Jimmy from Russell Brewing, and uh, I hear a little whisper that their long-awaited tasting room is really close to opening. As well, we will uh, check out the BCAL Trail, and this time it's kind of a, it's a home game as opposed to being on the road. We're going to talk to Mauricio of Faculty Brewing. Uh, in uh, in the uh, in the Mount Pleasant area, very close to Olympic Village, and uh, you know they've been able to again sort of redistribute their their outdoor space, and um, and I think they're building a really good sense of community, and I'm really hopeful. I'm really hopeful that local municipality governments will take a look at this and go, you know what, nothing wrong is going on here. Why not just continue this on? Well, I think one of the things that that everybody is our municipal governments and federal provincial governments have had issues with is you know everybody's going to go crazy and we've been able to show that that hasn't been the case you know there's been no excessive police calls there's been no excessive drinking noise ordinances any of those things and, and i think it's proven that the sky isn't falling and that vancouverites and, and our lower mainland um friends and neighbors are able to handle this with no problem we'll also talk to our friend jay schreiber from uh from fernie brewing and um an appearance from Mike Rudder, the Caribou Guy, Pacific Western Brewing. It's broadcasting from Park Drive on Commercial and Second on the patio. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio. You can check us out on social media at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. Also on Facebook, Just Here for the Beer, justhereforthebeer.com, where you can check out previous episodes of the show. And uh, you can listen to us streaming through all devices at Just Here for the Beer. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15-pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Sleeman Clear 15-pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something fresh, come and see me. It's never too late for a change. A fresh start, a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or a complete makeover, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown. Or you can email me, hairbybaileyy at gmail.com. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ everything in the shop like i said is ethically sourced it's either canadian or american made our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at good lag clothing or visit the website goodlagclothing.com with alex jobson real estate advisor of city to suburb real estate group from the sutton group west coast realty two decades of award-winning service and alex what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor trust no doubt in my mind, it needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take. You need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. 
And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group, West Coast Realty. Hey, guys. Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean that it's got a full-service cafe. It's got a barber shop and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own Raining Champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lad Clothing or visit the website goodladclothing.com. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 6:50 a.m. and 96.9 FM HD3. Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio, and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the beer radio broadcasting from the patio. At Park Drive at Commercial and Second. You can check us out on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. You can stream us through all streamable devices, including well, Spotify. How, how, are, we getting some, are we getting some clicks? Buddy, we are on Spotify. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on iTunes. So wherever you go to get your podcast, we'll be there. And we're joined by Tristan Clark of Hoyne Brewing, uh, based out of Victoria. And uh, I think the last time we saw you was the very same premises, uh, which is Park Drive. And you were just kind of saying before we started recording this that um, you really haven't been anywhere uh, in terms of a bar or a, or, a, or, a, or a restaurant in a while. No, well, I've been visiting. You know, it's my job to definitely go to the bars. But as far as sitting here and having a good time with you boys, yeah, this is <laughs> the first time in a year and year plus, like is that last show. And I will say that we're all one shot in, and I mean that as the vax, the vaccine, okay? <laughs> And we're all like talking about, oh, I got my shot next, uh, my second shot. So it, we're, it looks like we're getting closer and closer and closer to some degree in normal. We're, we're about a, you know, a week away from, or a few days away actually from when the show airs, from the second rollback in terms of you know, uh, restrictions being lifted. And, and then July 1st is step three. And you know, we can now see the end. And I think the last time we saw you, we couldn't see the end. No, it was pretty far away, right? I don't think we knew what the end was. It was just... We were talking about vaccines, I think, at that point, and you know, bars were shut down, and I think maybe, perhaps, they were open to patios. Um, you know what I must say? The end result of this is that I think we're gonna have a lot more patios in the city, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, well, we're hoping that they stick around. I mean, that's, I, I think that again, unless there's been wild outbreaks of trouble a brewing on patios that we haven't heard about, I, I can't see why they wouldn't stick around. No, because you know that'd be all over social media if that was happening, right? So I think everybody has been reasonably responsible. All of our our vendors, in terms of restaurants and and bars and pubs and whatnot, have been very responsible with the way that they've handled things. So I think the government whether it be municipal or provincial can't really cry the sky is falling the sky is falling because we've proved them wrong so um we were talking about uh, uh, this uh, before we started recording tristan and a lot of places have sort of realized and tried to adapt to what what the new way will be going forward and i think that maybe maybe draft might be a little tougher in the event that more of this does happen in the future but certainly the package product is important, but the packaging is also important, and uh, and you've got some new packaging. Yeah, we do. You know what? Pretty exciting that we got the canning machine going on. So pretty much when COVID was a, a whisper in the background, we had ordered a canning machine, um, and it happened to arrive right in the middle of it, and we got it up and going, and we switched our listings in the BC liquor stores from bottles to cans, added this new mixer into the thing. Um, we got tall cans going on now, so... You're saying before you're hiking, you're biking, you're going to the parks. You're not bringing bottles around with you. No, especially not bomber bottles. No, <laughs> but but the thing that I thought was interesting is is I remember uh, when uh, when dark matter, which of course is the signature when you think of Hoyne Brewing, that's that's probably the first uh, the first beer that comes to mind. But when dark matter switched from being strictly in bombers. And certainly it's been on tap, but it switched packaging to cans. That was kind of considered innovative. But again, in light of what's happened in the last year and, and change, this is a more practical way to sell beer. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, 
what do you drink on the average, right? When you go home, it's, it's lighter. It, it uh, costs a little bit less. And you know what? There's always in that argument that maybe the cans don't taste as good, right? I know I've definitely heard that in my life before. I can't say that I put my finger on that. So I think you'll have to go to the store. You'll have to buy them, try them. You know, rate us. <laughs> I think, though, that as you alluded to, I mean, again, in terms of practicality and, and accessibility, especially because we, you know, we've talked about this on the show many times, uh, the, the situation of being able to consume a beer in, in a park or a public space, um, you know what, you want to think of something that not only is easier to walk around with, but easier, easier, easier to dispose of as well. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, one of the reps here was talking about that they had passed a law on the beaches being allowed to drink, and I don't know if you guys know which ones they are, but... I'm not sure that's going to change what people have been doing already, but you might get a few less tickets. But you know what? I, I might have I had a beer on the beach in the past. I wasn't. But again, it's 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 how do you present it? You know, if you're walking around, you know, flamboyantly showing off the fact you've got a can of beer or whatever, I don't think that helps the situation. But what, one thing we've learned from all of this, you know, patio extensions and things like that, is if people treat it respectfully, and and again, the vast majority of people do. There's going to be an idiot here and there. But by and large, you know what? People are enjoying the opportunity to now be able to sit street side. Not my thing, but but if that's what they want to do, why not? Of course. Well, people have been doing it forever, whether it was legal or not, right? I think the point is that if, you, if you're going to get belligerent and drunk, then somebody's going to take care of you. Whether it be the police are going to come take you away or just the average citizen is going to ask you to quiet it down and leave, right? Policy on the show that we always drink responsibly. And if we're not, we don't talk about it, right? Well, we try not to. And I'm sure there's going to be a few more... Uh, Red Solo Cup uh, sales going on for sure. So Four Fine Friends is is the new mix pack here. And again, obviously, you've done your research because I think mix pack is kind of the way people tend to be leaning right now. Totally. Well, I mean, you don't know what you're getting, right? You go to the store, it's $15 on average for a six-pack of beer. It's it's not cheap, let's be honest. And and if you've never had it before, how are you going to drop that money and just... Hopefully, fingers crossed that you're going to like this beer. No, you're going to buy a case of beer and you're going to, you know, invite a few friends over and you'll shove the ones you don't like onto them and drink the best ones for yourself. What I like about a mix pack is that if you don't really know the brand and you see it, you go, that looks kind of cool, you know, and the price is right, and you don't like what you're trying, there's only one or two more in that pack, and then you do something else. And and Joe, let's admit, it, we're beer drinkers. <laughs> if if it's sudsy, we'll we'll pretty much chomp on it, right? So, Tristan, walk us through the uh, the uh, the fellows that are here in the uh, in the forefront. Well, of course, start with the dark matter. You know, that's the I wouldn't quite call it the flagship, but it seems to be the beer that people know the best. Well, I'll tell you what. I in in my estimation, it's the if you were doing the Rorschach test and you saw like the the you know the the image of dark matter, you go that you, everybody knows what it is. I, and there's very few beers I think of. I mean. Fat tug from your your compatriots, you know, at Driftwood, but there's very few beers that are so identified with a brand, and I think I think Dark Matter is, is hoing. I agree, I agree. You know what? And not to deviate from the the mix pack, but uh, we're actually taking over the uh, the Driftwood spot now. They're they're moving on to a bigger brewery. We're renovating their side of it, incorporating it into what we already had because we backed up to each other on the same lot, and uh, we're about to get a much bigger brewery. So, so, so and actually, that and that's a good thing that came from the pandemic. I mean, they, they move out, you're able to expand. I mean, one would think that the times were tough, but you know what? The beer industry like survived really well, and I think thankfully, the patronage. I mean, customers were shopping local, buying local, and you're you're finding ways to get your your product out to people that that may not be able to come to you. Yeah, well, I don't want to claim anything in particular, but I think the beer maybe got some people through the uh, through the pandemic, right? Let's be honest, and amongst other uh, sudsy drinks, it was kind of declared essential, and that was that was a con- that was a concern at first, and we we all have to admit. And and the, the other thing I think Tristan that that I noticed when I would be you know visiting a liquor store or uh, or an establishment is that you know it was the opportunity to try something new, even even though I may have my established brands, I may have my go tos. But if all of a sudden I realize that everybody's in the same boat and I've got some money to support local and maybe I haven't supported this one, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try that. Oh, yeah, come on. Get out there and, and try different beers. You know what? I, I love Hoyne. I work for Hoyne. It's amazing beer. I want you to buy all the Hoyne. But try other beers as well. You don't know what you're missing. I think there's nobody that doesn't like beer. You just haven't found the beer you like yet. You know what? That's actually very well said. I had the same conversation some years ago. Uh, I tried sake and I didn't enjoy it. And someone said, well, you just haven't tried good sake. 
I completely agree. Yeah. And I feel the same way. You know what? I've had a lot of warm sake. Yeah. Don't like it. I like the cold stuff. <laughs> what about you, sir? Um, you know what? We've always preached to people, like, we want you to be open to try something different, right? Like, if you like a certain style, whether it be a hazy IPA, whether it be a milkshake IPA, whether it be a sour, just be open to try something unique and different. The uh, Four Fine Friends, is that widely available? Yeah, every... Uh, Almost every government liquor store. You just have to ask for it if they don't have it there. Um, and then you know most private stores, yeah. And that's the other thing that's important because if your local favorite store doesn't have it, don't be afraid to ask for it because if they hear it enough times, they're going to get it. Oh, yeah. I think every manager wants to hear if you're a, a regular customer there, ask for whatever you like. Ask for what you want to drink. Tristan Clark from Hoyne Brewing. Uh, the next time we see you, Tristan, will be a few months down the road, and everything will be wonderful again. Congrats on all that is accomplished with Hoyne, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. Yeah, Joe, Rick, thanks for having me out, guys. Thanks for having me on my first uh, patio in a, a year. <laughs> I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only fifteen ninety nine. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only twenty three ninety nine. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15-pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Slave and Clear 15-pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 welcomes you to the BC Ale Trail, your definitive source for exploring supernatural British Columbia and its world of amazing craft beer. With more than 200 breweries on the landscape, let the BC Ale Trail guide you as you navigate your way through the province and sample and sip the best in local craft beer while following the guidelines for travel as per the BC Public Health Order. For more information and to start your journey, visit bcaletrail.ca. Well, Rick, this time on the Ale Trail, we're actually staying very close to home. We've been up north, we've been to the island through the magic of radio, but this time we're staying very close to home, and we're talking in the Mount Pleasant area, which of course is not far from the historic Brewery Creek area, and this whole area of Vancouver is just loaded with history. Oh, and you know what, and it's one of the, the originators in that area of, of our, our craft brewing scene here in, in Vancouver, so this is going to be interesting. It certainly is. Our friend is Maurizio Lozano. He is from Faculty Brewing on Ontario Street in Vancouver. This is your first time on the show, my friend. Well, congrats and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Okay, so you're uh, you're in a pretty cool area, and there's, uh, I think you told me, what, seven or eight breweries in your immediate vicinity? Yeah, there's nine of us, nine of us in the neighborhood. It goes like 33 Acres, Brasnick, uh, all the way to Red Rock, uh, Faculty Brewing, Electric Bicycle, R&B, um, Brew Hall, and Big Rock. It's a pretty good memory. And, of course, it's a really cool scene, and uh, you all were, you know, sort of shuttered at first when the pandemic hit, and then you were able to allow outside patio space, and, of course, because your inside was was uh, was limited. So how's it been in the sense that you did you originally think of having a patio, or did you... Like five years ago or three years ago, would you have thought that was possible? 
No, I don't think it was possible because our licenses are like manufacturing licenses with like a launch endorsement. So in the city was always, uh, no, it, it wasn't even a way for us to apply for a patio. I think there was even a motion of cancel that uh, Main Street tried to get through that didn't pass. So for me, it wasn't even an option. And as, as the city and, and, and uh, the provincial government started allowing um, the extended area of service, we didn't know breweries were going to be included. So it came to us an amazing surprise when it was like, yeah, breweries can extend their area of service outside. So it was really, really something good by, by the provincial government. And I don't know about you, Rick, but I think it's kind of cool when you see neighborhoods that have this thing. And again, this was born out of, out of emergency, but I don't think there's been any reports of, you know, any disturbances or any issues that would warrant the government to say, I don't think you can continue doing these things. You know, it's kind of like your parents always kind of giving you those excuses. And here we are. We've proved them wrong over a long period of time. There's been no fights. There's been no police calls. There's been no massive increase in, in disorderly conducts. There shouldn't really be a reason that this couldn't be either a permanent or at least a seasonal thing. So hopefully that's something that we can convince Vancouver City Council as well as the provincial government to allow. Well, I know that, Mauricio, you, there's something called the Happy Cities Patio Study. And what is a Happy City Patio? So Happy City is an urbanism firm uh, located in Vancouver, and they do urbanism consulting all over the world with municipalities, specifically about urban design to increase happiness. So they actually did a, a proper study with methodology, with uh, proper questions, with uh, the systematicity that they use to actually study, like, are, are patios making our city healthier and happier? And as we wanted or we thought it was going to be true, well, yes, it is. They, they, they increase definitely the happiness, the likeliness for strangers to meet new people. I know with COVID it's harder, but, like, and people are more willing to meet um, other people. It makes city and streets safer by having more people on the street. And one thing that is very interesting, like, less parking is less cars and it makes our streets more walkable and people to really enjoy them and walk the neighborhood where there's more people sitting outside. Well, this is a, this is a city that really is trying to encourage people to get out of your cars. They're talking about tearing down viaducts, so I can't see why they'd have any issue with that. Uh, when will the results be published and what do you expect to have happen after that? No, there is. There is an actual report and it's being, uh, being circulated through media. I know uh, a few media outlets have picked it up, like Vancouver is awesome and around, but yeah, you will start seeing a lot more news posts relating to that. You are also part of a Vancouver pilot project for alcohol in parks. Now, it's interesting because on, uh, on our other show, we were talking about the district of North Vancouver isn't there yet, where the city of North Vancouver is there. I'm surprised there isn't one sort of policy for all areas, but that's just not the way governments work. I know each municipality has its own parks board and then decide how to do it. So luckily, the Vancouver one uh, pretty progressively move ahead with uh, allowing parks and selecting which parks uh, allow drinking. Luckily, the ones that include washrooms, and that's a big deal. So um, there's a lot. One around ours in our neighborhood, uh, Jonathan Rogers, is a great park to actually uh, go pick up a, a can of beer, like a four-pack from around the breweries and sit down. You know what I think would be of value is that if they're going to allow parks to be able to sell alcohol, you can consume alcohol. Uh, it's like what the BC government does with VQA wines in, in, in BC grocery stores. Start off with local BC craft beer. Who's got an issue with that? I think one of the things that we got to look at, too, is the city of New West actually kind of spearheaded that a bit. And, and I think it kind of opened up the eyes to other municipalities that this is possible without everybody going buck wild and absolutely bananas with it. So I think most Vancouverites, if you give them the opportunity, they're going to behave. The other thing is that I don't need to necessarily have a beer on the steps of the courthouse, but because of the fact that I can do that, why can't other areas go, well, that's okay there if it's in the heart of downtown Vancouver. Okay, one more thing I want to talk to you about, Mauricio, is the uh, the beer van. Now, this is, uh, again, born out of necessity because when the pandemic hit and the shutdown initially, and you all probably all sat and had a, this, a an emergency meeting going, what the hell do we do? But now you've developed this thing where you become like delivery drivers in your spare time. Yeah, so out of necessity of selling our beer, when we were forced to close, um, we needed to sell our beer somehow, and we started doing home delivery individually. But it's not economical. Like, we were actually losing money. But again, we were selling our beer, bringing revenue in. And then when we noticed that the pandemic was going to go beyond um, certain months, and we realized, oh, my God, this has to be profitable somehow, um, I had my own delivery that wasn't working that well. And then Chris from Slohan and Ryan from Lupolo were already thinking of uh, one that was a collaborative effort. So then we joined forces um, with Powell Street, with Brasnick, with Dominion Side, with Dickies Ginger, Temporal Ales, and we suddenly run this concept called the Beer Van, which is actually us. It's our staff, our 
people driving beer to your homes. It's just doing it as a collective is more efficient. Like you put an order into one single website from all of us. We dispatch, we repack all the orders, and then we leave at 4 o'clock and deliver between 5 and 8 every day. What is the website? Uh, Beervan.ca. Beervan.ca. His name is Mauricio Lozano of Faculty Brewing, 1830 Ontario Street, in the Mount Pleasant area, close to Olympic Village, basically close to East Van. And uh, there's enough of you guys now that you kind of need your own little governing body. Can you, you, can, can you work on that for us? Yeah, I yeah, know. We definitely will work on a BIA one day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Join us again next time as we visit stops along the BC Ale Trail on Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 and 96.9 HD3. For more information on BC's craft beer scene and to start your personal journey, visit bcaletrail.ca. And please remember to always enjoy responsibly. Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3. Also available for streaming on all downloadable streaming devices. You can go to eight at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to justhereforthebeer.com. We're broadcasting from Park Drive on the patio. Park Drive, of course, commercial in second, one of the homes of Anthem Pizza. And uh, Rick, we're joined on the show by a longtime friend of the show. I don't even know, I don't even know how many years this relationship goes back. There's more gray in the beard, so I'm guessing it's, I'm guessing it's, hey, this is coming from me, so take, <laughs> Mike, Mike Sharp, I'm the beer educator from Granville Island Brewing. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Really good. This is like the first time we've done a show with you that the restrictions have kind of been lifted and we're about a week away from more good news. We're about three or four weeks away from even better news. It's been a crazy time. A yeah, very exciting time to be, be alive and out and drinking beer. And you have brought company with you. Yes, I have. My lovely colleague, Rand Kolkines. He's, uh, he oversees the sales of our small batch program, which is now our Taproom series. We've got some exciting new stuff that we're going to talk about. Okay, so Rand, welcome to the show. And uh, let me ask you, you've been with the company a, a few years. The small batch series, um, it's a pretty impressive list, but it looks like it's changed in terms of its packaging. Yeah, we recently went under a rebrand and rebrew of our entire lineup about uh, eight months ago now, right, Mike? Yeah. And so we got a new uh, purple uh, purple sour, a black pilsner, and a uh, hazy IPA called Juice Box. And we just introduced a new one called Flamingo. It's a mango hibiscus sour, just launching um, June first. Now it's interesting, Rick. When we look back on the uh, the history of uh, it, beers that we've seen on the show from Granville Island Brewing in the small batch series, obviously in the tall you know tall bottles, sometimes with the labels askew, it's kind of been a major major transformation. It's it's been really interesting, and I guess part of that is is the driving force behind some of that has been Kevin and his um, quote unquote uniqueness. <laughs> He's a true rock star, a true rock star, and 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 everything that he's thrown into this program, which I think a lot of people kind of. Um, don't always give Granville Island the, 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 the props that they, that, that they deserve. Again, you're dealing with a, a line that's been around a long time. One of the originators, if not the originator, I believe, of, of, uh, of craft beer in, in British Columbia, or if not in Western Canada. But, uh, you know, you've got your staples in, in the line. Those, those beers will sell and never go away. I know you've done a few repackaging, re-imaging things over the years. But, you know, it's one thing to have your cores, but, you know what, cores alone only go so far because now... You know, two years ago, I would have I would have spit out a sour. Now I'm all over sour. Yeah, the the best way to play around is in smaller batch sizes. So having always kept a smaller pilot brewery where we can play around, some people don't get to see it all the time. Uh, but fortunately, now that it is in uh, these four pack cans, a little bit more accessible. Still limited uh, sizes though. But if you are in the lower mainland, if you're in the greater Vancouver area, you can order for delivery. Free delivery to your home uh, within the greater Vancouver area through our website, orders.gib.ca. You can try some of the awesome new stuff that we're playing around with. So, Ran, uh, when you're out and about trying to get the beers on shelves in stores, like I obviously now you're doing the, 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 you know, you've gone away from the 650 mil bombers because, again, I'm not saying that doesn't still have a market, but that's clearly not, that's peaking right now. Yeah, we're definitely seeing the bombers shrinking in the last couple months um, and couple years. So we've introduced the 473 mil cans. Um, you can find us at a lot of the little single serve uh, locations at kind of the end of the tills. Um, grab one to go and try at home. So we're really excited about the new program that we just launched with the cans. And who is doing your your, your imaging here? Because uh, it's changed so much over the course of time. Is this done? Is this done in house? Is it done locally? Is it done abroad? It's, yeah, it's a, it's a mix of in house. Uh, we do have a design team that we work with, um, and uh, our our marketing team sort of pitches. You know, if, like if you look at the amethyst, for example, uh, the the name on this one came about because of the purple color of the beer. Uh, one of the 
the early names Kevin was playing around with was Synesthesia because it looks purple, but it doesn't taste like the other purple things you've tasted. Um, and we just sort of ended up with this cool graffiti-like design uh, and this beautiful amethyst stone on here. Sort of all just came together very nicely, and that's helped inspire a lot of the other labels that we're doing. You know, and it's been really interesting just watching Joe as, as we've now approaching our 11th year. Uh, on the show is watching all of these labels and the design changes and and not just that but the the marketing influence and everything that we see here in BC and and the colors and and you know you see certain labels you know that label and as soon as you see that kind of a design you know that's one particular you know like Parallel 49 for example they've got very distinct right we've got our friends over at House of Funk they've got very distinct you know our friends at at Granville Island now you guys with this series have jumped into that color which has been really awesome to see so let me ask questions about being back on granville island because i know that over the course of time um it's been a struggle to you know go to places or you had to limit your tasting rooms or your 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 your, your, your arrangement are we back to a reasonable spot where you guys are is the tasting room back open um is the food still being served can you still take a look at kevin ems through the window Yes, you definitely can. We're not doing brewery tours at the moment. Just being an active brewery, we uh, we stopped that pretty quickly and haven't gotten back to that yet. But uh, uh, with the, the recent changes, the tap room is back open with appropriate distancing protocols. And fortunately, through all of this, we've been able to add uh, 35 seats on a patio out front, uh, which is just lovely. You get to sit there in the sunshine uh, down on Granville Islands and enjoy some beers there. So hopefully that's able to stick around once everything keeps uh, gets going again. And I'll bring you in and test that because I haven't been to Granville Island. I mean, I've been driven by it, driven around it, but I have not driven into it uh, through the course of the last year or so. But um, so you do have outdoor patio space. Yeah, it's beautiful little space that we got a bunch of picnic tables all in tents set up for. Even on the rainy days, you're more than welcome to come down, enjoy a couple of beers, and try some of the new products that we have. I don't know if there's a, st- a definite start date for the resume uh, the resumption of like brewery tours, but is that something that will be coming back? Because again, you know what I, I mean. To me, a tank is a tank, but th- to a lot of people, it's something that's you know pretty cool. Well, yeah, they are shiny metal tanks that look very similar from the outside. Um, I'm not sure, Rand. Do you know if we're if we're planning on getting those up and running? Yeah, I know we'll get them up and running once we're allowed to do so. Um, it was exciting for us to bring our customers in the back room, get to see um, our brewmaster in work, and uh, get to meet Kevin Ems and hear what's um, next on the menu. So I know once we're allowed to do so, we'll be returning it back in action. We haven't had Kevin on the show in quite a while, Rick, but uh, Kevin in his other life is also a rock and roll drummer for a band called The Hallowed Catharsis. And, uh, you know, you made sort of reference earlier on before we started recording the show that uh, Kevin is looking more and more a rock star these days. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like A lot of brewers go with the beard. Kevin, clean-shaven, goes with the long hair. So if you're uh, looking in the brewery and you see the guy with the, uh, the nice, uh, nice tight ponytail, that'll be Kevin. Yeah. And you and I are always talking about the food. We haven't been there in a while, but they had one of the best burgers ever. We've always joked, and Joe and I, you know, we, we, we enjoy our, our food when we, when we have an opportunity. And, and I say Granville Island's probably got one of the best burgers because I always call it a three-napkin burger, right? Because you, you need three napkins to sop up all that grease and juice and everything else that goes with it. If there's any good to come of, of the whole shutdown period and that, and there has been some because it's given you reasons to find other ways to get your products to people. And, and you know, again, governments love them or hate them. They've actually been come, kind of supportive in, in allowing you f- ways to, you know, survive. Yeah, we would have never, you know, this time a few years ago, we weren't delivering to, to people's homes. And that's something that we probably wouldn't have gotten to for for years had it not been for everything that happened at the beginning of the pandemic. So that is something that we now offer, which is very exciting. It's just, and the patio as well is something that we would not have had otherwise. Roll, uh, Ron, uh, sorry, Rand Kolkind, which is from Market Development of Granville Island Brewing. Mike Sharpham is the beer educator. Do you aspire one day maybe that you'll become a beer educator? <laughs> I have a lot to learn, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get there at some point, and I'm very thankful that I'm flying under Mike's wing right now. <laughs> we've been, we've, we've, we were joking. We, we've been using this term for years. It's never changed. Yeah, uh, no one knows that you can just call yourself whatever, whatever job title you want on the radio. Yeah, no one, no one fact checks, so you're great. These, these, beers, these beers look so good. The imaging is incredible. And I love the fact that, you know what, you've been one of the first to do this craft thing years back, and you're staying on the cutting edge. Congrats, and uh, good to see you guys. Great to see you, too. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. I'm just here for the beer. 
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female, and if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM. HD3. You can also check us out at justhereforthebeer.com at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also stream our shows through all social media streaming devices. This uh, segment is sponsored by 12 Kings Pub, corner of 12th and Kingsway in Vancouver, the home of all sports on big screens and a great selection of beers as well. 12 Kings Pub at 12th and Kingsway. Time to say hello to Mr. Mike Rudder of Pacific Western Brewing. We know him as Mr. Boo, the caribou guy. And, um, Mike, it seems like once a month I make the trek out to Burnaby to see you. And um, there's more and more developments, not only in the line of what is manufactured through your great company, but there's more developments along the road to recovery and along the roads to return to normal. And it looks like we're so darn close now. Yeah, super excited. Can't wait to uh, get out there, see some familiar faces at all the uh, BC Alberta events, the beer shows, things like that. So can't wait. I think it's going to be the next, the first thing that springs up wherever it is, whether it's hopscotch or whether it's a beer fest or wherever it is. When people can go and mingle safely and take the masks off and enjoy the the environments that we used to, I think it's going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be big. And I mean, in the last uh, while, while we've been kind of hunkered down, there's been so many good things coming out of the beer and uh, RTD industry. Can't wait to see what people uh, are offering now. You have in your hand something that you've not even tried yet. Um, it's called Pacific Light. Tell us about it. Yeah, Pacific Light is our newest beer. I can't wait to crack into this one. Uh, brewed with pure spring water as always. Uh, coming in at 100 calories, 9 carbs, zero fat, zero sugar, all that good stuff. It's a, it's a nice light option. Okay, and again, that sort of joins the Pacific family of other products as well. Yeah, coming at 3.2%, uh, this will pair kind of nicely next to Pacific Pilsner, Pacific Free, and if you're not that vodka soda person that picks up a Pacific Cool, light's for you. There's no shortage of things on the uh, RTD or ready-to-drink canned cocktail market, but something that there is kind of a shortage of is this flavor in particular, root beer, and Caribou now has come out with a hard root beer in a tall can. Yeah, this one just made sense. Uh, we've done uh, a non-alk root beer and ginger ale for quite a few years. Uh, the original recipes always had such an amazing response that we literally it only made sense to do a 5.5% uh, vodka version. And uh, you have tried this. I haven't tried it yet. I've seen your social uh, media marketing for it, and it looks pretty good. You were telling me that uh, people are snapping these things up. Yeah, we uh, the first run basically sold out uh we've got the next run going into stores this week so keep an eye out for it what do you currently have in store that people would be familiar with in the caribou line uh caribou right now if you want to pick up a couple of beers at a deal you can grab caribou genuine 12 case from bc liquor stores uh, on sale this month and that's uh that's kind of our main sale at the moment but uh Keep an eye out for that one at BC Liquor Stores and private stores as well. 
I know you did uh, a recent run of fishing gear because you're always one of the leaders of merch in the uh, in the beverage industry. But what's um, anything planned for the remainder of the year that might uh, might excite us? Yeah, we're gonna have our uh, tried and tested and true hats coming out soon. They'll be in stores. Uh, we've also got some summer items like caribou floaties, uh, Pacific chairs, and all sorts of other good stuff. You don't have an, any uh, inflatable bars that you can uh, make, can you? Not yet, but we might. We might be able to do that for you. Let's see. I think I think we're onto something. Pacific Light, the uh, the brand new entry to the beer family, the caribou hard root beer, and uh, get it while you can because um, I have a feeling this is going to sell out. And I'm only curious to see what you will do next because I think if you have a winner in your hands like you do. Obviously, it's going to inspire you to create more unique flavors. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. This one's gone over so well. It's taken a classic caribou beverage and just adding a twist to it, so it only makes sense to uh, keep it going. He is Mike Rudder from Pacific Western Brewing. This is just here for the beer on Sportsnet 650, brought to you in part by Alex Jobson of City to Suburb Realty. You can check him out, citytosuburb.ca. I'm just here for the beer. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only fifteen ninety nine. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15-pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Slave and Clear 15-pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own Raining Champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lag Clothing or visit the website goodlagclothing.com. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can stream us on Spotify. You can follow us on social media at JHFTV on Twitter and Instagram. And go to justhereforthebeer.com where you can check out previous episodes of the show. Broadcasting from Park Drive, which is on Commercial Drive at 2nd Avenue. It's also the home of Anthem Pizza, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir, and uh, probably the largest guest we ever have on the show. And I mean that in the best possible way. You're, you're, a, you're a very well-built man. It's Big Jimmy Darbyshire from uh, Russell Brewing uh, in the biz. Well, not you in the biz, but the history of Russell Beer, 25 years. So you're kind of like the, the big daddies in the business. And I know that we've got some good news because you've guested on this show prior times. We talked about you know, your, the building of your tasting room, and it's just been one disappointment after another. Yes. You just sat down. You heard him say, Rick, I got some good news. We do have some good news. The city has finally given us uh, sort of the verbal go-ahead. Um, they said, yes, your drawings look great. Send those in. We're going to get those stamped. Um, so now 
dotting our I's and crossing our T's, uh, meeting with our landlord, going over the plans, and we expect that we can begin construction this month. Well, it hasn't been uh, an easy process, and I don't know what bogged things down, but I mean, that's just what tends to happen when you're dealing with different municipalities. And we were just uh, saying earlier on that there's no one standard, one set of rules fits all. It's like every area or every council has their ideas. They either have believers or they have people that are kind of like holding things back. But let's not dwell on the negative. So let's dwell on the positive. Realistically, uh, when will Russell Brewing Company open its doors to allow patrons to come in to your brand new tasting room? Realistically? Let's just, I, I want to say August. We, it's, it's not a very big build. Um, it's not very complicated. Uh, we've removed a lot of the complicating, complicating issues that surrounded it. And, you know, I think we can, I think we can get this open in August. And, you know, if Surrey is kind and gets things inspected in a timely manner with, I think, you know, things are opening up and I, I think people are back to work and, and doing their jobs. So, fingers crossed. Surrey, are you listening? Well, not only that, but Rick, um, you know, and, and your, your sidelight is uh, doing brewery tours. Vancouver, or just here for the beer brewery tours, and uh, of course you're not just relying on the Vancouver area. You actually want to take these out to some of the outliers and uh, be kind of cool to uh, have something brand new to show people. And and you know just to build on what Jimmy was saying, I think one of the, the the best parts of being able to do these brewery tours is to actually sit in in a tasting room at your local brewery right after you've you've been in the back. And and I know Joe, you you've always said once you've seen one, you've seen them all. But that's, you, that's the tank room. The, the, and the tasting room is a bit the, the brew house. Yes, but the tasting rooms are always going to be a unique experience and I'm pretty confident Mr. Dybershire is going to be uh, be uh, kicking it up a notch here. Well, no doubt. But let's talk about the uh, the beers because I really love your packaging and again we're dwelling on the uh, overstated but when you first came on the program however many years ago, a couple, three years ago now uh, the one thing you were sort of tasked with was giving the, uh, giving the old house a new coat of paint and trying to splash up the imaging and you've certainly done that. Yeah, uh, we're super excited with just how things have progressed and, and, you know, the labels just keep popping and get better and better and better. And, you know, the guy that we use in uh, the UK is, you know, a very creative guy and, and knocks it out of the park with all the labels that he seems to do. So, you know, there's no real consistency other than the R. And, you know, we let them play and have a lot of fun with them. So Clearly, clearly that's working. What do, you, what do you have here today? Is this relatively new to the, uh, the Russell family? It is. Uh, so this is our Strawberry and Kiwi Milkshake IPA. Um, we've sort of become known um, for our I, uh, milkshake IPAs. Uh, lactose, lactose, lactose. We get made fun of online um, for uh, all of our milkshake IPAs, but people seem to love them. Uh, we also have our Southern Passion Sour, which is part of our South African series. So uh, just using South African hops um, in different uh, styles of beers. You know, this may surprise you, Mr. Mohabir, to learn, because when we started this show, almost, well, it's coming up on 11 years, believe it or not, coming up on 11 years, and I couldn't stand anything that wasn't a lager or a pilsner. That, that was it. That was my range, and I remember, you know, I think you turned me on to IPAs. I became an IPA guy, and I said, yeah, but I'll never touch a sour. Now I'm a sour guy. It's just, it's amazing. So I'm really curious to try that. Tell us about the, uh, tell us about the brew team that you have at Russell. Uh, we have four wonderful brewers. Um, you know what, they've, we have a really good uh, cohesive team. Um, they've been working together now for some time. Uh, and so now they, you know, they understand each other. Uh, they get each other. They all get an opportunity to use the test batch system, um, put their unique spins on each of their own unique beers. Uh, and we're, we're actually starting to see you know, a lot of the younger brewers put some really cool stuff forward, which is exciting that we're not just leaning on one brewer. We try the sour. Oh, definitely. Now, Jimmy, as the sales guy, how much input do you have, or is it just the brewers doing their thing? Um, that's the the great thing is that there's a lot of input from you know the marketing side, uh, the sales team. Everybody gets to voice their opinion. Um, you know, we're bringing back beers from the past and throwing spins on them. Uh, a, you know. A, a, crowd favorite was our lemon ale way back when and we're doing a release at the end of this month which is a uh, a twist on a lemon ale it has coriander and lemon um so everybody's got a say and then you know at the end of the day it's the brewer's final decision well, so. speaking of which that was my original introduction to craft beer because i knew peter and and uh, mark russell and mark mark was the brewer back in the day and i really really fell for the for the lemon ale but I remember being out there at the time, and basically you were in a little industrial park, 
and it was like literally like weeds or fields across the street. I'm curious how much the area has developed since then. Uh, it's it's a full-on industrial park. Yeah, there's uh, you, you can't build anymore. There's nowhere else to build. It's totally built up. So, so you're doing a little tweak on one of your historic beers, and um, I really like the fact that you're talking about. It. You know, you got a, you're a collaborative team, and everybody sort of wants to take a swing at the bat. I mean, you know, not everybody's going to knock it out of the park. We understand that, but everybody needs to get up to bat, right? Well, especially with our tasting room around the corner, there's going to be a big opportunity to try new beers, put new beers on tap. Um, so every opportunity we have to, you know, experiment and. and put new beers forward they're, like you said they're not all going to be winners um and so it's a really good opportunity for our four brewers to you know hone their skills and, and try new things and, and really practice what they what they're doing just here for the beer radio broadcasting from park drive on commercial at second one of the homes one of the two homes of anthem pizza in the city the show is also sponsored by our friend armin at 12 kings pub at the corner of 12th and kingsway where they're back and you can enjoy all sports with sound on. Wow, Rick, you just poured the uh, the sour. You're looking pretty um, pretty uh, satisfied. I'm liking the passion fruit in this. So yeah, definitely. Is this brand new to us? Uh, this is relatively new. Yeah, it's relatively. It's our, our newest sour that we have available. Yeah. Now, where can people find Russell beers other than the usual suspects? But are there any places that you want to give a shout out to? You know what? We have great distribution. Uh, we're f- super fortunate that you can find our beer in most places. Um, we got a lot of support. Uh, we have for years, and I feel like the support has just grown and grown, um, especially you know over these last two years where we've been struggling through COVID. Yeah, exactly. And it's so good to hear that finally there is a, an end in sight for the opening of the tasting room. And again, the next time we have you on the show probably will be September or October, and hopefully we'll have some good news. Jimmy, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you very much for having me. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only fifteen ninety nine. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only twenty three ninety nine. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15-pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Slave and Clear 15-pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. I'm just that is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3, as we broadcast from the patio of Park Drive, Commercial Drive at 2nd Avenue, also one of the two homes of Anthem Pizza. And I'll tell you what we'll do right now. We will make a little offer to anybody out here that's listening to the radio program. Follow us or like us on one of our social media sites, at JHFTB, and we will randomly select three people and give them a free Anthem Pizza. We will not deliver the Anthem Pizza, but we'll give them the coupon to... Exactly. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll contact you, we'll get your information, and we'll, we'll uh, send off some uh, coupons. Thanks to Peter Connor for hosting us at Park Drive. And uh, again, things are getting back to normal. Our old friend of the show, Mr. Jay Schreiber of Fernie Brewing. Jay, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Joe. How's it going for you? Good, because I think it's getting better and better, and we see more. I mean, there's signs of life on the street, and, and you know, the numbers of, of, of doses or cases are going down, and, and vaccines are, are going up, and we know that we're a few days away from the next rollbacks of, of restrictions, and that's got to be good news for, for any beer rep. You know, it's a whole lot of optimism on this side of the game, uh, just knowing that the sun is going to be out for more time than it'll be dark, and patios will be cooking, and a few days from now, we have some restrictions being lifted. A few weeks after that we have more being lifted too so it's a really really good news for us yeah it certainly is and speaking of fernie brewing i, I know that we haven't been able to really travel much and uh, where F- fernie is is located probably you've been somewhat limited to actually uh, go to the go to the plant but i think when the travel restrictions are limited uh, 
actually maybe maybe we should do a little road trip. Yeah. I'd be I'd be very into that. It's about a ten hour drive, so we'll have to pack uh, about a twelve pack each. I mean, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't drink and drive. Uh, we'll, take, we'll take the train or, or Greyhound or what? We'll we'll find we'll find a, a safe means of transportation. So what's new with Fernie? Uh, Fernie's got some great beers coming out as always. We've got our uh, our what the huck is really kicking into high gear for the season. Also, we did a little bit of, of uh, development recipe development. We tweaked our our pilsner, which has been a popular favorite, but during the summertime it really pops off the handle. So really excited to try that new recipe. See how it does over the summer season. Uh, some of our wheat beers, and we have a sour wheat gosa called the First Ascent coming out over the next month. Fernie has been on the show, and we go back because we've got almost eleven years of show history now, Rick and. Uh, I remember we were doing a show um, from Portland Craft on Main Street with, with Fernie Beer. And a lot of things have changed in the industry. But the one thing that has not changed is beer companies, like, you know, businesses come and go. Beer companies don't go. You know what? Surprisingly, uh, through the pandemic and everybody having to pivot and, and loss of keg sales, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think we've lost anybody because of the pandemic. So that just goes to show you the strength of the industry. Have you been in touch with most of the places where you, you know, the establishments that support Fernie Brewing? Has everybody survived okay? Are they looking forward to what lies ahead? I, I think there's been a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of optimism now. There was a lot of uh, pessimism, obviously, for uh, for the first few months of the pandemic, going back to March 2020. Uh, I, I think that for you know, in terms of what I see in my day job, there's a lot of uh, a, a big corner being turned at this point. And I deal with some of the tourist uh, destinations, places like Whistler, uh, spots in Squamish and on the Sunshine Coast. So now with tourism hopefully opening up for towards the end of summer, and uh, also just the the restrictions that local travel restrictions i think we're going to see um we're, we're, we're going to see a good uh, a good 2021 here tell me about the inverted west coast ipa inverted west coast ipa is a very straightforward west coast ipa there's some styles that just do not there's some styles that just don't go out of style the best way to say it uh, a west coast ipa especially being where we are here in beautiful bc it's a style that constantly is in demand it's a style that constantly has a market and a following uh, this one is a tall can release it's a limited release from us and uh, new to fernie as well we've changed around some of our packaging so we finally have them in recyclable pack techs uh, no more of those plastic ringlets, so save the turtles. Uh, Jay Schreiber, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. And the next time we see you, we'll all be fully vaxxed, and life will be wonderful again. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Rick. Cheers. Well, Mr. Mohabir, that is a wrap for it. And, again, the next time we have a show, perhaps we'll be able to promote the fact that, that Just Here for the Beer Brewery Tours are back on the road again. Well, hopefully soon that everybody will be uh, vaccinated up. And with the rollbacks that we're, we're seeing, hopefully uh, that will be uh, on that list. That is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting from Park Drive on Commercial at 2nd, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3. Just Here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through JustHereForTheBeer.com. For more information, check out JustHereForTheBeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.